0: Welcome to another edition of Contractor's Corner, a Solar Power World podcast series in which our editors talk with solar contractors just like you. I'm Kathy Zipp, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine, and today I'm speaking with Brian Heather, Founder and CEO of Solterra. The company has offices in Seattle, Washington, and Portland, Oregon, and we're very excited to have Brian here to tell us more, so Brian, thanks for being with us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So tell me a little bit more how you got into solar and how you came to found Solterra in 2008 when you were only in your 20s, which is very impressive.
1: Yeah, I was uh, just about a year or two out of college, actually, and started working with a 30-year-old mechanical contractor. I helped them build up a solar division. This is when solar had 25, maybe 30-year even payback up in the Pacific Northwest, so it wasn't an easy financial sell. So I really had to kind of help tell the story behind solar and, and promote a lifestyle type of commitment, I think, for for our customers. And so I had some success at this mechanical company, but just didn't really see eye to eye with the owner and, and what I wanted to do with it. So I left and then uh, right in 2008, got started with Solterra and, and then the economy crashed. So
0: lots of luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So got started and pr- was pretty frugal back then and kind of worked through some of the challenges that... I was facing just because money was tight for everyone and was able to be in a niche market here in the Northwest and find some success.
0: So tell me a little bit more about Solterra, what work it does and its mission. And I see that it's a little different than a typical solar contracting company in the way that you incorporate plants, for instance.
1: Yeah, you know, we have a kind of a three-part mission, and that is to connect people to nature to help them reduce their impact on the earth and then to also create better community in urban environments. We've always really focused on the design and the idea of building integrated structures. We're one of the best out there at, at doing solar panel installations that are really built into awnings or you know are part of the architectural features of projects. And this building integrated environmental technology led into green roofs, uh, living walls, So when I was really getting started, we actually focused a lot on things like waterproofing details and and other elements of buildings that are necessary to integrate into the envelope. So that's kind of really led us to work on a lot of projects that might be going for lead certification, you know, just very custom houses where the owners wanted maybe a kitchen that was in an outdoor gazebo underneath an array of solar panels. So we've done some really cool installations kind of around the concept of building integrated environmental technology.
0: Yeah, I saw some of those online and they're very impressive. And your company has really taken off since 2008, but I'm sure, as you said earlier, there were many challenges along the way. So what were some of those challenges and how do you overcome them? What do you attribute your success to? Uh, Yeah,
1: 2008, 2009, that was pretty rough for a lot of people. Fortunately, I was just getting started, so I had the opportunity to be really frugal. I think I lived off of maybe $1500 a month and I slept on my couch in the office. and everything else that we made just went straight back into the business. So it was a challenging time, but it was also there were some benefits in that you know there was a lot of people actually looking for work, so I was able to hire some of the first leaders in the company and i don't know it would be really hard to find some of the people i was able to find today in a market here in the northwest where it is really hard to hire there's so many cranes going up and people are employed so so anyway i was really able to get a great team and overcome the challenges that anyone faces with hiring their first employees and then as we grew i just really focused on things that stood out and tried to be the best at what we were doing and kind of kept driving that message so there was still some schools that were going up and they would be LEED certified and so they would have solar or green roofs and living walls on them and I would make sure that we went pretty hard after those types of projects we were able to grow quite a bit in the first year and then it was kind of weird it was like clockwork we were growing between 60 and 65 percent every year from 2009 through 2014 we were able to kind of hit this rhythm
0: a great rhythm to be in so I see along the way, your company also won many awards. So what were some of the triumphs that meant the most to you?
1: Well, I just got finished doing this entrepreneurial master's degree program over at MIT. I think it's about two years ago now, and I was sitting there we we're doing this exercise, and it was called X Factor, really just trying to think outside the box about what could I do differently with this company. And at the time, I was kind of frustrated because we had really put a lot of effort into some pretty complex projects only to see them kind of fall apart at the end just for various reasons that were out of our control. And so I really thought about what could I do to combine control and responsibility in a way that few contractors really can do. And I sort of had this epiphany that we would actually just go out and start raising capital and doing our own sustainable projects where we would have full control, full responsibility, responsibility could design in a a green roof and solar panels and living walls into the project, and we would know that they were not going to get value engineered out of it at the end because we had full control. So was able to go out and start raising capital, and that kind of led to us actually being more of a general contractor and actually doing mixed-use projects with the same values and principles that we had before, just on a bigger scale.
0: Wonderful. Uh, last question here. I hear you're building 1,500 apartments in Seattle and Portland during the next three years, but these aren't just your everyday apartments. They look pretty interesting Some place that I definitely would want to live. So tell us more about what these will entail.
1: I'm passionate about making sustainability visible. I think that that's something that's really important so that people out there will just understand that it that it works. So we've got maybe 13 or 14 uh, different buildings that are kind of at different stages right now. And every single one of them, we always start with a story. And so a lot of times these stories are kind of inspired by nature. And then the amenities that are in these buildings will play off of that story. So we've got an underground moss museum. Uh, We're doing a tea house in the sky. The courtyard of another building is modeled off of Antelope Canyon in Arizona. So just these really unique spaces And so we're going to be creating a community where people will be able to share in these experiences as they go from building to building. You know, most people would only have access to the amenity spaces in the building that they actually live in, whereas we're going to kind of aim to create more of a community of different buildings throughout the cities that we're building in. So I think it's a unique approach. In order for us to be able to do that, we have to design, build, raise all the capital. And then once we're done with the project, we have to be able to hold on to it. So it's a fairly complex model now, but again, have completely aligned control and responsibility so that we can really offer something that is unique to our tenants. So pretty excited about it.
0: I love that. You said teacup in the sky and and different things like that. Sounds very fanciful and someplace that I think will really appeal to people. So Brian, it's been a pleasure speaking with you and uh, thank you again for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been been great.
0: This has been another edition of Contractor's Corner. I'm Kathy Zipp. Thanks for listening, and please tune in next time.